Welcome to the Powered Services Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the information, strategies, and insights you need to supercharge your MSP. Get ready to hear from other MSPs and industry experts in the trenches and behind the scenes to help you change the future of your MSP and increase your MRR. Now, here's your host, Dan Tomaszewski. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Powered Services Podcast. We're excited to have you along. As always, we've got my wonderful co-host, Will Bishop, how are you? Hey, I'm, I'm doing good. I just got uh, upgraded to wonderful, so uh, you can't beat that, right? We try. You just hit a new uh, reward status uh, on the podcast, so... Leveling up. All a couple right. more episodes, you'll be platinum. <laughs> so, uh, look, this week I, I, I'm excited, Will. You know, we're I always love when we can bring on other MSPs and hear from hear from them about what you know what's going on, um, how they're making transformation in their business, and uh, you know why don't you set up uh, who we're talking to and kind of the topic we're going to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. So our guest today is uh, Jimmy Huber from Infotech Solutions, and um, was talking to Jimmy. Uh, two weeks ago, I think it was, we were we were kind of chatting for a little bit and just naturally out of the conversation, it came up kind of how Jimmy's role inside his MSP has transformed and become different things as as the business has grown as part through necessity and in part a reaction to, you know, getting a, a sales pipeline going. So um, it was a great conversation. Uh, as soon as we got into the middle of it, I knew we should share it with uh, with the listeners here on the podcast. So that's what we've done. So, uh, Jimmy, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. Yeah. Glad you're here. Um, Probably a good place to start, Jimmy, is, you know, tell us a little bit about your about your MSB, kind of how you started, um, you know, maybe a little brief summary of where you were versus where you are now, what that's looked like. Yeah, uh, I developed an interest in IT in high school. I was fortunate enough to know what I wanted pretty early in my education and worked for a couple different consulting companies um, and started Infotech in 2011, um, incorporated in 2012, and went from moonlighting and being, you know, the family IT guy and friends and family to picking up a couple business accounts and starting to figure this thing out. Didn't know what an MSP was back then, but it turns out we kind of started building that um, as we added employees and and started to grow. So, um, yeah, over the years we've just kind of slowly and steadily built that up and um, network with a lot of great people, business owners in our community. And um, up until COVID, it, it's like we didn't know anything bad. I feel like, you know, the economy was so uh, thriving that we could get away with a lot of stuff. And then COVID hit and it's like, oh, here's a little bit of a, of a downturn. So um, we, we've been pushing through that. Um, we now have seven employees. I think demand is probably higher than we've ever seen coming out of, of COVID. Uh, and it's it's exciting to be able to connect with business leaders in the area and and show them how technology and business like can coincide and help each other instead of just being a necessary evil. So, yeah, getting to know your team and um, growing in the, the True Methods framework and getting to be a part of True Peer, which I'm sure we'll get into, um, has been just critical in, in our growth. Um, so, yeah, it's an exciting time to be in the industry. Um, we're a uh, we're definitely growing and continue to learn. So here we are. 
Yeah, I mean, so Jimmy, the one of the things that, you know, look, I had an MSP myself and you find yourself doing and wearing so many hats. Um, you're doing the accounting, you're doing the help desk, you're doing the sales, you're doing the marketing, you're doing the operations, um, but you can't do all those things well. Um, and I know we were talking a little bit before, but like, let's talk about now, like what business was like a few years ago and now what you're focusing on um, and why you made the change to, to focus on those things, you know, from that sales, let's say sales marketing side of it. Like why you pivoted and why you put people in those roles, like what that's meant for you and the business. Yeah, it's been huge. I would say up until about two years ago, um, we would average anywhere between 150 and 200 help desk tickets at a time. Like it was endless white noise. And we had great clients, um, great referrals, and, and we were able to grow, but our price point was too low and we couldn't really scale well. Um, we had oh, three to five employees uh, kind of varied and we all kind of did a little bit of everything. So it was very reactive. We were putting out fires endlessly and we could do projects here and there and, and we could do small initiatives, but there was no flow. There was no scalability. Um, it was pretty brutal. And, you know, we kind of, you know, COVID hit two years ago and we were in that mode and I kind of, being the first time in my career that I had any downturn, which is kind of crazy thinking about, I kind of was in the wait and see mode. Um, and we just kind of, I don't know, we didn't lose a ton of clients, but we didn't really gain anything. Um, so about that time I, I got into to True Methods, started listening and being, you know, saturated in the culture where, you know, Gary Pika would say, oh, you don't have a price problem. You have a value problem. I'm like, what does that mean? You know, like our clients can't pay this. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not in Philadelphia. I'm in downstate Illinois. Like we're farmers, like, <laughs> you know, so, and, and then after a while though, I thought about it and I'm like, well, you know, these guys are a lot smarter than me. Let's, let's just try it. Um, so that was uh, last summer where we intentionally started basically telling our clients, look, we can't keep doing this the way we've been doing it. Um, we did a 25 to 30% price bump. And we've now actually even started charging for projects and to be honest, have had little to no pushback across the board, which is like very gratifying, but also extremely frustrating. Like, why didn't I do that a long time ago? Right. You know, but, but through all that, we've been able to get so much more efficient. So, um, like at first we started focusing on the service desk, like, Hey, everyone do tickets. That's all your job is. Let's knock down this noise. And we're now at a point where we're averaging probably 20 to 30 tickets normally. That allowed us to actually focus on some other initiatives, you know, whether it was deploying some new tools to, to do some preventative maintenance, beefing up our backups, security is huge, all these things, which then help generate less noise. So through that process and kind of reversing that what spiral of death, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah, I personally, I was able to pull off the help desk uh, probably about a year ago. And recently, like I was telling you guys earlier, there's only a couple of projects that I've, I'm directly involved with on the professional services side, and then I'll be able to hand that off as well. So um, fortunately, my, my team has been really great about um, catching the vision or at least seeing the end result or kind of where we're going and not where we are. And they've hung with me. Um, and yeah, they're all punching above their weight. So 
being able to shed some of these, you know, roles to them has been really, I don't know, satisfying to see that because some of them have been with me six, seven, eight years and where they started and where we were at as a company back then to now is it, like, it's almost unrecognizable. Hey, um, you, you said but, something though. There's two things I want to call out real quick. You know, the price increases. I know I talk to people, Will talks to people, we talk to people all day long about having to increase your prices. Um, you know, you're too low. And people look at us and they're like, there's no way you can do it. So I think you saying it, um, you're you're an MSP, you've lived it, you've done it. You said you got very little pushback. You did like a 25 to 35% price increase uh, and you were able to get it. And you, now you're charging for project work and, and those things. I mean, that's a tackle. That's a big area that most MSPs just, they have the same objection you have. Of, There's no way that people in my town or my clients will do it. Like, and I think, you know, any advice, you know, obviously you did it and you said you wish you would have done it. But like for all those MSPs that are saying, there's just no way people in my town will do that. Or my area is too small. Um, it sounds like you're in a, you know, a farming small area as well. Like what advice do you give there? Yeah, I think you just have to jump in. Um, I don't know if you've got a peer group that you're in or if you've got mentors in your life or, you know, your executive team internally, but you have to rally your team around you and be intentional and say, hey, guys, girls, whatever you got, you know, this is where we're going to go and here's the why. And at least for me, I've got um, regularly scheduled time with my clients, like the, the management, the, the key people. So I just started working that into our meetings. Um, I, I didn't just drop a bomb one day and say, hey, this is it. But I kept I primed the pump. So I said, hey, just so you know, there's there's price increases coming. We're adding X, Y, and Z to our offering, you know, drop in Colonial Pipeline or whatever the latest security, you know, uh, thing that's in the news and say, hey, this we're adding this for security. This is where we're going. And so over, you know, the next quarter or so, when that renewal time would come around or the next scheduled, you know, thing, it was a process and they had already knew it was coming. We kind of uh, explained our value and the, and the why. Um, and to be honest, the reason I didn't get pushback is because that prompted some really great conversations. Um, I discovered that even some of my larger clients, uh, the owners didn't really know what we did. We just handled things and, you know, we kind of fade into the background and, you know, it's kind of the old adage, you know, we don't ever hear from you guys. What do, what do we pay you for? You know? And then if something's broke, it's, Hey, what do we pay you for? You know? So I was able to take the conversation from, we're not just reactive doing password resets and, you know, setting up printers, but we're actually monitoring and managing all these systems that you guys have. And the reason you don't hear from us is because stuff is working, but this is what it takes to make that happen. And here's all the new threats that have come in. And, you know, this is what we've been able to prevent and block, you know, all the things. And you, when you add it up, they came away with it. And I feel like we're, you know, I think more aligned than ever. So by the time we got to the price question, it was, um, it, it really wasn't a, a problem. And I think, you know, the timing of, of COVID and the economy and everything being more expensive definitely helped, you know, uh, talking about comparing to hiring internally, you know, versus an MSP, that's an easier conversation for us because employees are getting paid way more benefits, all that stuff costs more. So there's a combination of things, but, um, 
you know, I go back to my peer group now because, I mean, some are struggling with the same things. You know, I, I think I'm just maybe one of the first ones that jumped in, you know, uh, feet first. But I encourage them to be like, hey, the market right now is the best that I've ever seen, at least for, for selling IT services. Um, yeah. If uh, There's no reason, I don't think, if, if you're waiting for the perfect time, it's not going to get any better than this. And, you know, even if there is pushback, at least you're honest with where you're at. And if you lose a couple clients, they probably weren't at the margin that you needed them to be anyway. And then you can focus on the ones that are and, and you know, and, and work on scaling with those customers. So I'm not saying it's a perfect process or, or we're, you know, geniuses by any stretch, but we did have a leap of faith and we kind of jumped in and um, I think it's been overall better because at the end of the day, we have better pricing, better margins. We can do more initiatives. We can add even more value and, you know, take our clients even further than we did before. So th there is no downside, at least from what I could see so far. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, I'll, I'll take you maybe just a little bit of different direction, but I think I hear you saying this in some of the things that you're sharing with us. Um, is, you know, where do you get your, your overall view? Obviously you're in your business, you're working there day to day and you've got an idea of what the market looks like and what you guys were experiencing. But I know in conversation that, that you and I have had, you're a member of a peer group and I suspect you're getting, uh, opinions and, and viewpoints from other, other business owners, other MSP business owners, uh, they're kind of solidifying what you're seeing, maybe sharing some things that you hadn't seen that type thing. But if you would talk a little bit about kind of what your experience has been, with a peer group, how's it benefited you? What are you know some of the things you're getting out of it? Yeah, I've been a part of True Peer, um, part of the the True Methods framework for about two years now. Um, it's been absolutely fantastic. I I've been fortunate enough to have mentors in my life. I mean, I'm a pretty young guy, I'm mid 30s, so I've only been doing this for you know 10 or 12 years. But um, to have a peer group that's specific in our vertical. And to not only have business leaders in my life, but other CEOs and leaders in MSP land, you know, that is, is critical. Um, obviously, we're in different regions, but um, at least in TruePair, we're put with the same size, uh, roughly the same amount of clients, revenue, just in different regions. So you really are peer to peer, right? Um, and the format has been extremely valuable because, you know, it's not just how's the weather and oh did you see this in the news it's like hey why didn't you get your smart numbers in last week bob pause <laughs> you know like it, it actually is is real and there's some accountability and you know when the group gets to the point where um that's just the expected norm uh you, one you better show up or you're gonna get some some flack and two you better show up prepared and not only with your own stuff but being willing to give back and share to others too so um yeah, that was another kind of leap of faith because I, I had never been a part of that. And, you know, back a couple of years ago, the, the, the monthly fee felt like a lot to me. But I mean, everyone said, hey, it's going to it's going to pay for itself in no time. Like you just need to do it. And they were right. So, um, yeah, I've, I've developed like close business friendships and relationships with that pretty quickly. Um, that's been tremendous. I mean, I feel like I've skipped to the end of the line and hopefully I can help them too with, with my experiences. But, um, just being able to have that, that group behind you, um, and, and not be threatened that they're going to take business like competitors or whatever, but to, 
to be genuine with people in the same spot is, is super valuable. Yeah, I mean, I remember my days of being in a peer group and uh, what it meant for me. I mean, I didn't know anything about the MSP space. Um, I learned it from the peers. And like you said, going in every week and having people hold me accountable to the things I say I'm going to do, it's what moved the needle. Uh, it helped me make changes. And when I was running into a problem, it was nice to know I'm not the only one facing that problem. And, you know, hearing the different methodologies and the ways people addressed it, it helped me be able to excel and do these things faster. Um, so I think there's so many different values for the peer group. Uh, it, it's really cool you talked about that. We want to talk about, you know, one other area, you know, kind of with you and, you know, we've heard you, you're transforming your business, you're getting out of that role of the tech and that uh, and doing those things. And it sounded to me like you're really going in and honing in on like the sales and marketing side. Um, can you talk about why that's the area you're choosing and kind of like what you're doing and seeing, you know, as you're transforming um, as the business owner, that's, that's going to really oversee that process. I think it's, it's pretty common for the, the business owner, the entrepreneur to be sales, at least at the beginning. And I feel like that's my personality, my, my strength or my wheelhouse is getting in front of people. And basically I'm an evangelist for, for business leadership and happen to do it in it. I, I feel like that's kind of what we're actually selling at Infotech. So, um, to get in front of business leaders that are super successful already, but just don't have that edge uh, in technology is, is that's the fa my favorite thing in business is being able to have those conversations to connect with people. And then, yeah, if, if they, if it works out and we, and we, we onboard them and we can do some business to be able to take them on a journey with us as we grow to help you know, customize solutions for them, bring in the tools and all the resources now that used to be just in enterprise land. It's now, hey, you've got 20 employees, you can have it too, right? Our, yeah. our model works. And, um, you know, I don't think I hear of people anymore that are not familiar with at least MSP or, you know, their buddy has already heard of somebody or whatever. It's it's not like this, this faux pas that's abstract, um, which makes it that much better. But yeah, I mean, as we transition from you know just taking referrals and growing our own network internally to you know scaling the company having everyone kind of have their own assigned roles and now starting to build marketing initiatives to go out and start you know from cold instead of just relying on all these warm inbound leads i think is yeah it's become a full-time job and you know the the powered services team, I will say, is has been integral to that. I, I don't have people on staff that are graphic designers or web admins or developers. So to be able to have all that content, I've, I mean, I've already found uh, um, value with that just in in building up my slide deck, you know, for for prospects. I mean, it 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 was almost an instant shot in the arm. But yeah, I mean, I'm not to say that we won't hire salespeople someday, but for right now, in our current state. Um, yeah, it's a full-time job for, for me. And, um, I will say that my personality is I'm a big picture guy. I, I, I am terrible with the details. I, I would be a, I would be a horrible accountant, uh, let's just say. <laughs> so, you know, building up a staff around me that has that strength and can do the, the project management and, and can check all the boxes, you know, and then just put me out there in front of people to have conversations like this, right? Obviously I'm a talker, you know, I, and I, 
I'm passionate about helping people. Uh, I don't, I don't hire anybody who doesn't have a servant heart. And you know, my, my faith is a, a huge part of our business. Um, and I hope that those kind of things show through, you know, we're, we're here to have integrity, to be honest with, with people and, and to truly help. So I think that's why we've been successful is because that shows through and, um, hopefully we can continue to grow and, and help more. Hey, Jimmy, you said something interesting a minute ago about you felt like your peer group kind of allowed you to cut line, if you will, and kind of move to the move to the front of the line. And that, that's some great imagery. Um, kind of continuing that thought as you've moved into a role where you're doing more marketing, we'll focus just on the marketing piece. What are, what are a few things you might share with uh, those that are listening that uh, you, you've learned? You didn't know, but, you know, if you could, you know, go back six months, you know, hey, if I knew that, it really would have helped me right up front, uh, that kind of stuff. You know, let's see if we can cut the line for, for some of the folks that are listening. Yeah. Well, it might seem pretty rudimentary, but have a plan. I, you know, I think a lot of people like there's tools everywhere and there's all kinds of things you can Google and YouTube and figure out, but to actually write it down and have an outline and a plan and initiatives and goals and, and set them and hit them has been huge for me. So, um, yeah, uh, powered services has been integral to that. Um, they took, uh, and they already had a template that I've been using where, you know, we're going to do an email newsletter. We're going to have our social media posts are regular now. Um, you know, all these marketing campaigns that there's a, there's a plan there, there are initiatives and it, it all works together. Um, we're actually launching our own podcast internally to have local business leaders on, you know, doing this with, with you guys. I mean, obviously we'll put this on our social media, hopefully, you know, it, like it all is a cohesive, uh, um, mechanism to drive awareness and to point people in the right place and to ultimately to, to grow your business. So before I, it was just helter skelter and there is, there's just no, no plan at all. So yeah, it might sound weird, but that to me was super helpful to be able to see it all in one spot, to be able to zoom out and say, Oh, here's the initiatives. Here's where it's all going. Cause it takes time. Like, I mean, I'm sure other MSPs listening to this know the sales cycle is long. I mean, you could talk to somebody for years until the timing is right. So um, just knowing that and, and being able to, the see the the end goal and then reverse engineer that back with smaller steps and, and put it into place has been huge for me. And, and I will say that, you know, we're just starting out on this. Um, it's all very new to us, but just in the a few weeks and months that we've been kicking things off, it's amazing to see that, uh, we're not alone, you know, uh, even in our peer group, other business owners are struggling with the same kind of thing, you know? So if you feel isolated or, you know, like, ah, oh, everyone else has got it figured out. I don't want to like jump in there because I'm going to feel behind. Uh, don't feel that way. I, I I think if people say they don't have these kind of struggles, I don't know if they're being totally honest with you. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at. And I feel like, you know, our peer group is the same way. They're, they they put it out there and it's, it's pretty genuine, which makes it that much more powerful. But um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be in business and, and in the MSP space. So I'm, I'm really thrilled to be able to have the opportunity to, to be here and see where it goes. Oh, and Jimmy, you, you've brought up so many great things in this episode, um, you know, just about focusing, you know, how do you move the business, making the decisions to grow your business in a profitable way, um, but in a way that you're able to service your customers. Uh, and I think that's really important. You said a couple other key things, 
your employees know the vision. I think a lot of MSPs, you know, it was another, I was going through my notes of all the things you said to kind of recap this episode. Um, your employees need to understand the end game. They need to understand the vision because if they don't understand that, they can't go along for the ride with you. Uh, and I think, you know, calling that out was, it was really good for our listeners to hear that. And then as you kind of started to get into the sales and marketing side, the plan is huge. We talk about that a lot. Um, you don't have to go out there and do thousands of things. Um, you need to do a few things well, and you need to do them consistently. And that's important. And I think, you know, having that plan, you're able to replicate that and con- continue to do that every single month. Um, so I, I just, I wanted to call those nuggets out to our listeners. Uh, and then, you know, the last one that you mentioned, we talked about was peer. Um, I think, you know, and Gary said this, I've said this, it doesn't matter what peer group you're in, you need to be in a peer group. Obviously, we'd love you to be a part of true peer and, and be a part of the things, but more importantly, get into peer. Um, having those resources that are available to go through scenarios in the business world, to have mentors and other people that you can lean on um, are, are really huge aspects. And I just want to say thank you to you for coming on and sharing this insight. Any final thoughts you want to leave our listeners with as we wrap out this episode? Yeah, I would say um, lean into whatever your plan is. Um, I will say that I, I don't feel like I've had an original idea in my whole career. I just look at people that are way smarter than me and do what they do. Um, but you're, you're never going to get to the point where you've arrived, I don't feel like, or you're ready, or it's the perfect time. You just kind of have to take some risk and jump in. If you're a business owner, you've already done that because you're in business. Um, so as you continue to learn and grow, that's what I've felt like. You know, you, you do the research, you do as much as you can to plan, but then you just kind of have to jump in. So don't be afraid of that. Um, listen to podcasts like this and get into a community and peer with other people that can encourage you. Um, we're all on it together. And um, yeah, I really appreciate the time and being able to be on here. It's, it's, uh, I've been looking forward to this and it did not disappoint. Yeah, we, we knew you would be a great guest, and uh, that, that's what happened. So I appreciate you joining us today. We're going to have you back, and we want to hear the results of how yep. your plan's continuing to, to develop, and uh, we can share that with our listeners. So thanks Sounds again, uh, Jimmy, for being on, and uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's episode. Until next time, have a great day, everybody. See you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Powered Services Podcast with Dan Tomaszewski. We're dedicated to giving you practical information, tactics, and strategies that you can use to supercharge your MSP. If you liked today's episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast, And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, this is the Powered Services Podcast, signing off.